Welcome back again to your daily Bible podcast as we continue through the Gospel of John. Today we are in John chapter 15. We're going to read verse 18 through 27. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. He left the Last Supper with his disciples, and upon arrival to the garden, he begins using a garden analogy, teaching them that he is the vine and they are the branches, and that if they remain in him, they'll bear fruit, because all life and fruit comes through him, and that's how we get it. We connect ourselves to him. Um, So then he goes on in chapter 15, verse 18. If the world hates you, keep in mind it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. This is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they would obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. Okay, so this isn't all that encouraging of teaching by Jesus to his disciples. He's telling them, listen guys, the world's going to hate you because it hated me. And you're going to go in my name. And so because you're going in my name, you'll be hated the same way that I am hated. And it's ultimately because, Jesus says, they don't know the Father. Because they don't know the Father, they mistreat the Son. Because they mistreat the Son, they're going to mistreat anyone who comes in my name. If you were just of the world, the world would love you guys. But because you're coming in my name, no matter what you do, they're going to hate you. And then he goes on to say, If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done among them the works that no one else could do, they would not be guilty of sin. But as it is, they have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my father. Again, Jesus makes this so clear, this connection between loving him equals loving the Father and hating him equals hating the Father. He even goes as far as to say the reason these guys are guilty is because I did all of the miracles, all of the works, all of the miraculous power of the Father. I demonstrated it right in front of them, and yet they still chose to hate me. They still chose to hate me, and therefore they hate the Father, verse 25. But this is to fulfill what is written in the law. They hated me without a reason. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Okay, so Jesus then tells them, after this long section of telling them that they're going to be hated because he's hated, they hate the Father, they hate the Son, they're going to hate you as well. But then he switches and he begins to offer hope. He begins to tell them about a reason to have hope. And that is, again, he reminds them about the Holy Spirit, whom the Father is going to send Because Jesus will be crucified and die for our sins, be resurrected from the dead, making it so that the Father can send the Spirit to us. And Jesus gives us two different names here for the Holy Spirit. He calls him first the Advocate, and then he calls him the Spirit of Truth. 
Now, the advocate, that conveys to us that the Holy Spirit, another one of his names, he's going to be our helper. He's going to be our encourager. He's going to strengthen us. He's going to work with us and for us. And then he calls him the Spirit of Truth, which shows us that the the Spirit of God is going to teach us. He's going to illuminate. He's going to remind us. He's going to lead us to understanding understanding our life, our world, understanding the life of Jesus and the words of Jesus to remind us and teach us who the Father is, what the Father's really like, what we are really like. And he's going to do this work in us because we are called to testify and tell others about Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is going to partner with us in that work. He himself is going to testify through us by works of power, by our testimony, by the fruit that we bear in our life so that we can testify, we can teach, we can proclaim, we can share the reason for the hope that we have into a world that hates God. And as we do that, as we demonstrate to the world who God really is, who his son Jesus really is, and who the Holy Spirit really is. As we live our lives as followers of Jesus Christ in the public square, in this world, with the Holy Spirit advocating and teaching us and bearing fruit through us, the world will see what God is really like. And the Bible says, as the world sees the way we live our lives, it will turn and praise our Father who's in heaven. This is our calling, and this was the calling of these original disciples whom Jesus said, you've been with me from the beginning. Jesus is trusting his plan, his church, in the hands of this group of 11 disciples. Remember, Judas is gone already. 11 disciples. And all of the history of Christianity, the history of the redemption of mankind, is going to be placed in this vulnerable, easily confused, sometimes faithless, sometimes full of fear, arguing group of disciples. But we have reason for hope, don't we? Because they're not going to be alone. They're going to have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God in them and with them, and that's going to make all the difference. The same is true for you today. The thing that makes all the difference is that you today, if you are in Christ Jesus, are a vessel of the Holy Spirit. And because the Spirit of God is in you, you are able to do as Jesus said, far more than you could ever ask of or imagine. I want to encourage you today, imagine big things, ask for big things, trust Jesus. Listen to his teaching at the Last Supper. Whatever you ask for in my name, I will give you because I'm sending you my spirit. It's true for you today. And the Lord desires us to be his hands and his feet, to bring change into our neighborhoods, into our community that right now are desperate for it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that your son paid the price so that we could have the person of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're with us right now that you have a good plan for our day today. And I pray that we would allow you to lead us to the people and the places that you want to show the love of Jesus to today. Help us to bear much fruit in your name. Amen.